Hey guys, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Heike Adulting with Chris. What's up guys? Chris is here finally, so we're going to be interviewing guests from now on, so it'll be very, very fun. And today we have such a fun guest. Her name, or her internet persona, is Court Reezy. We love her so much. And Courtney Adana. So introduce yourself to the podcast. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to be here. My name is Courtney, also known as Corrizi. Um, I make commentary videos. I just started a blog channel, or I didn't just start it, but I've been posting blogs. Um, and I just do anything and everything on the internet. Yeah, no, we were so glad to have you here. I don't know if they know how we know each other, but I worked as like your personal assistant for a cute second when you lived in LA. And, and yeah, we connected that way. And now you're in Houston, thriving, living your life. So we just want to sit here and chat with you about all the things. So do you want to go first? You want to ask her something? Yeah, I think let's just jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, right? go for it. Um, so first off, I just wanted to know uh, why you started your YouTube career and what keeps you going in your YouTube career. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I started YouTube such a long time ago. Like, honestly, like maybe I want to say like 2012. I started it with my friend and we were just so obsessed with YouTube. And honestly, I would say we were internet kids. And so we were just obsessed with everything related to the internet. And so we had our first channel um, and that was really cool. And I think it was 2016 when I made my own like separate channel, which is the Quarizzi channel now. Um, and that was a really, really huge shift from filming videos with a friend to doing it by myself but i think it was a really good decision um and like i said like i was an internet kid so i made it i feel like making a youtube channel was gonna happen yeah regardless. i don't know when but it happened um and kind of what keeps me going is just i don't know being able to create content and release it out to people and see what they think about it and also just being able to be free and stuff because I feel like when I was in school, I don't know. I was just like to myself. And I feel like no one really knew my personality or knew anything about me. And when I would make videos on the internet, I just felt like I could be 100% free and find my people. Yeah, queen. Mm-hmm. I that. heard you say you're a, you're an internet kid. So um, I'm assuming you were watching a lot of people growing up and starting with with YouTube. So who were you watching in the beginning? Who were your uh, inspirations? Um, so I, I was watching a lot of people. I feel like the people that made me start my duo channel with my friend was, um, Kian and Sam. That sounds familiar. That's a, that's a black couple, right? No, they, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're two white guys. They're two oh. white guys that are best friends. <laughs> Just not at all. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Missed the mark. It's okay. Yeah, they're two white guys that are best friends and like they were living in LA and like just, I don't know, they would collab with their friends and they also made um, like a group channel called Our Second Life. Oh, yes. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Key and Wally. Yeah. Literally, I was obsessed with them and I was obsessed with everyone in their friend group. And so, um, I don't know, me and my friend were like, let's be the black duo, the black female version of that. Yeah. And so. Oh, I love that. Okay, well then, yeah, that makes so much sense because I was also like YouTube kid, but like consumed all of the beauty lifestyle girlies. So I was on that side of everything. And so, yeah, like Alicia Marie, like that whole, that whole side of stuff. So yeah, I loved that. And that I felt like I was also the same. Like I I just knew one day I would start a YouTube channel. Like it was gonna happen. But did you ever expect to have the, like the success that you had with your channel? (laughs) Like you're, you're popping off queen. Like not at all. I think mostly because I feel like the growth was very, very slow in the beginning. Also because I was super inconsistent. Like I was in school and then like with college and everything, my parents wanted me, or also I plan on doing like med school and stuff, but I was just super focused on school and I had no time to actually make videos and film them and then upload them. Um, and so, yeah, honestly, the only reason I kept on going was just cause I enjoyed making the videos. Cause the growth was so slow. I just was not seeing anything. The only time I'd see growth was like um, in the winter and in the summer when we had like break from yeah. school. Mm-hmm. And so that also kind of kept me going because it's like, okay, if I have a little time to focus on it, I, I actually grow. So maybe if there's a point in time when I have like 100% freedom, like when I graduate, I'll be able to put my all into it. And that's kind of what happened. Nice. Oh, okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but were you always commentary or were, did you do like lifestyle and stuff back then too? And then just kind of ended up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was trying everything. Like, I think I did like lifestyle. I did I tried to do like vlogs. My life was boring. So like it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I think 
yeah, and then I just got into like commentary. I think I did my first like reaction to a Justin Bieber song. I don't know what it was. <laughs> But I did my first reaction to that, and, like, people really liked it. They're like, ooh, you're so dramatic. I love it. I love that. And so that was, like, my first time doing it, but I didn't think of making my whole entire channel that at all. And, um, yeah, it just kind of became what it is now. Yeah. You want to go? Yeah. Yeah. uh, So when would you say that you knew that you could just do this full time? You knew that this this was the thing that you could do 100%. Um... I think it was like summer of 2020, like when I went from, my channel literally jumped from like 30,000 subscribers. I was going to say, we should introduce that. I was like, so so the videos that popped your channel off all the way. And I think this is when I like candidly found you. And honestly, my sister and I would watch you. Like, honestly, I I remember like watching you at that point because we were laughing so fucking hard at home watching your reactions to people or people's apologies of saying the N word. It was just hilarious. And like, honestly, that's where you popped off and you saw like I was about to say it was slow when it was slow but when it was fast it was fast like you like were you ready for that like before it just because before it happened I told myself like this is the year I'm gonna focus because it was the pandemic I was in school nothing was happening really and so I told myself like this is the year I'm going to pop off because I did not want to go into nursing school so basically backstory I decided not to do med school and so I was like I have to do something now and so I was gonna settle with nursing and so um when the pandemic happened, I was like in the process of like applying to schools, taking like the entrance exams. And I told my, you know, basically I told myself like, this is the only time ever that you've had like so much free time. Like you need to focus on YouTube. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was was experimenting with so many different video styles and seeing what would stick. And so um, when I made that video, I had videos that people could go back and watch. So when when it was when I was growing, like people were just watching my old stuff and like subscribing, and they felt like they were making a good choice by subscribing. And so um, it was still scary though to go. Like I literally went from three thirty thousand to three hundred thousand in a month. Wow! And then like, at the end of summer, I think I was like at five hundred k, and then I hit like a million like two months after. And yeah, it was just it was definitely unexpected, but. I was ready for the growth and the way I knew I was ready to um go full-time with it was when I think I hit 500,000 mm. yeah okay yeah. cool yeah because yeah. I feel like it's just a sort of weird because content creation just like well at the point when you started YouTube kid the whole thing it's like you probably didn't really know like oh it's like fun to do but like money no one was really talking about money back then honestly it was really just like putting your life on the internet and just mm-hmm. people are gonna watch you know but but once you kind of started getting, you know, the growth and whatnot, was it, was it something that you felt like was this transition? Cause I, okay. I know that you said you were in school. So was it this transition that was kind of weird? Like knowing that you were this online personality, not knowing, like, did you ever consider being like, Oh, I don't know because my medical career, I don't know. I, these two things could probably con- <laughs> She's like, no, she's shaking her head. No. She's like, I knew I was going to be a star. Yeah. Go in a little about that. Yeah. My thought process was like, if, even if I do like medicine or whatever it is, if I pop up on social media, I'm quitting that. Like mm. that was always my plan B. So I didn't care how I looked to, you know, I didn't care at all. Um, and so that's kind of how it was for me. Like the moment I realized, okay, I can make this a full-time thing. And also I was like making more money than I ever expected, like in a month. And so I was like, okay, why would I, why would I go to school for real? Like, you know, so mm-hmm. that was, process mm, well what about like pressures from parents like because I know you've got the traditional like African parents like how is that like for you as far as like telling them like you know I'm doing the internet as my career mom and dad mm-hmm. yeah yeah so before I actually like grew on YouTube and stuff they did not support it at all like mm. my dad was like why are you wasting time like you're gonna focus on school of course and so I mean that's kind of what I did but I feel like me focusing on school is what stopped me from I guess, getting success on YouTube before my time, I guess. But I also, like, appreciate, because I feel like I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, But, yeah, they did not support it at all. And then I think that summer, um, right before, like, nursing school was about to start, like, I think the weekend before, um, my dad was taking me around to go and get scrubs for the (laughs) first day and get my textbooks. And the whole time I said, I'm going to spend this whole entire car ride, like just convincing him, like trying to remind him of like what, or trying to like tell him what, you know, 
YouTube could be. And so I spent the whole entire car ride like talking to him. And I think the next day school was supposed to start. And he said, he called me into like the room. And he was like, you know what? We fully support you. Aww. And like, yeah, like, we see what you're doing. We're going to give you like a year to really like do what you need to do. And yeah, all of a sudden, you know, I took it and then I went to LA. That's so sweet because I know a lot of like Chris's YouTube or Chris watches like a lot of like gaming streamers and like talk about like how like their parents like they still don't like. Oh yeah, um, it depends on what type of YouTubers we're talking about, but yeah. I have a lot of like a good group of people where like they're ten million maybe and they're like, oh, my parents don't even know what YouTube is. Like they still don't believe. Like it I just send them, know. yeah, I just send them the checks and they're happy. Like. And- <laughs> They don't even want to know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's good to so hear. It's good to, have, yeah. it's good to know that your parents are supportive behind yeah. you when you're in. Yeah, room. I think it's because also like my parents were watching my videos, so it's like it was making them laugh. So it's like, uh, I guess she's doing something. Oh, I know? love that. Oh, it's so yeah. good. I think the thing with them though, I don't think they expect me to move to LA because it went from like, okay, yeah, you could do it full time, until to me saying, yeah, I'm moving. So yeah, they just thought it was zero to one hundred. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit, your your move to LA, cause, or like, what was the timeline of that? Because I'm not sure. I I think you moved when I was there, because I remember you moving to LA, and I was like, oh, she's moving to LA. Like, I guess finally. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of like a YouTuber thing, I guess. Like, yeah. What was that like? Okay, so basically, I went full-time on YouTube, I think like August. Yeah, because that's when school was going to start. August. And then um, I started visiting LA in October. And I, I visited for the first time, was it October? Yeah, it was October. I visited for the first time and I really, really loved it. And so then I visited again, again in December and I was going with a group of friends. And so I went in December and then I think I went again in February. <laughs> and then I went again <laughs> in March. Like I just kept At that on point, visiting. it just made sense. Yeah. Yes. I kept on going with my group of friends because we all like loved visiting, right? And so then I think we I don't know we were in like a group call and we we're like let's just move like let's just do like six months let's try six months um and we'll get like a house and just live there and see how it is and so I think in May is when I moved literally just like that and, like, I 2021 parents- right 2021 no 22 21 2021 okay yeah 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 okay I remember yeah, yeah nice um, so I think what my parents like they just did not expect it like okay you went from visiting which they didn't even like that I was visiting mm. they just didn't like it and then um to me deciding to move there was just a lot but yeah because I was still also like pandemic time because I moved in April of 2021 so I, I I guess it was as soon as I moved you moved and that's that's why it was so close so I do remember that like pretty well so yeah, it was also pandemic time, so I can see why your parents were like, girl, why why is this a thing? Yeah, in my head, I don't know why, I just felt like, especially since I've been watching YouTube for so long, I felt like, okay, if I go to LA, like, I'll be even bigger, like, that's what my <laughs> mindset. Until I got there, and I was like, I don't really care to collab with anyone, like, I don't care at yeah. all, and then I realized, like, I could really be anywhere, for real. And I felt like LA, eventually, I felt like LA was just distracting me because there was so many things to do all the time. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're seeing that a lot in creators now. They're, they're moving out of LA because it's, yeah. it's not the place to be. Even if you have money, it's like really expensive to so be expensive. in LA. So like a lot of people are moving to places like Texas where the, the prices are, the housing prices are a lot better and, yeah. or Arizona or uh, Las Vegas. Because content creation, is, mm-hmm. you can just do it anywhere. I yeah. mean, I understand if you're like a lifestyle creator and like, you know, living in New York City is your MO because you've got to show the city because, you know, that's what you're doing. But for the stuff that you do, you can genuinely do that from like anywhere. Asia, you know, <laughs> like you can do that anywhere if you want. But um, yeah. And talk about a little bit of, cause I know personally, but about why you moved out of LA. Cause that is something that recently happened. And you also did some like traveling. That was like your thing for a bit. And you went, you know, back to the homeland to see your people, which is so awesome that yeah, you stayed there for so long. Like you just loved it. You looked like you were thriving. Talk about that. Yeah. All of it. Um, okay. Yeah. So I left LA and my reason was mostly because I just want to give back I want to get that 2020 focus again because the focus that I had in 2020 was like out of this world. And I feel like that's why I was able to grow because I was just posting, posting, posting. Um, And so when I went to LA, I felt like my consistency just went down tremendously. Um, And I think it's because, like I said, I just wasn't focused. And so I wanted to come back and get back to the roots, I guess. Yeah. Um, And then also, 
else? I don't know. I just didn't like the vibe sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, there's just some people that you meet that's like, why are you like this? Uh, like, you know? And so I kind of wanted to go back to Houston just because, I don't know, I encountered less weirdos in Houston than... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I heard that a lot, actually, that people would... uh feel thrown off kind of when they get to LA like I had a lot of friends that would say that they're LA is a little I feel like it's too relaxed here like everybody's too chill like it's like nobody cares that anything's about to happen but like versus New York like it's you right on time like everything needs to happen at this everybody's trying to get to where they're going but LA is like oh okay we're gonna take our time like we're We're gonna gonna wake up at 12 p.m Mm -hmm. and go to the pool first and then like work can Mm -hmm. happen at like five Mm -hmm. to seven and Mm -hmm. then we don't have to do anything like it's the energy around you everybody's like that yeah they are it's really Mm -hmm. relaxed but like you know I completely get that it kind of feels like you're living in a bubble like it is it is it's a different world let's do dinner tonight let's go to the beach let's like it's not real life (laughs) it's not it's not it's yeah. completely blinded from the real yeah, world problems. Yeah, for sure. I completely, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, hey, I. but also you were also dealing with such like other weird shit that a lot of people when like when you move to LA, you deal with. There's just like the weirdos, just like creepy people breaking into your apartment <laughs> and like just weird stuff. Somebody broke into your no, apartment? No, she had... You well, I'll be honest, a, a lot of, you know, people break into a lot of places. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's pretty, bad, it's pretty common. And it's, and, but it's, it's getting worse. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Especially car break-ins. Safety. Yeah, like, I did not expect, I guess I should have expected it to be like that, but I just did not expect one to encounter <laughs> the amount of crazy people that I encountered. Like, yeah. so basically, like I said, we were living, me and my friends were living in a house for six months just to test out LA. And so there happened to be a guest house in the back. And so when we were traveling to Miami, we were just visiting, um, the landlord moved somebody into the guest house when we were on vacation. And so we came Which back. Which is crazy. Yeah. We came without back. Without telling y'all? Without telling us. Or no, actually, all she told us was, oh, someone's coming to view the guest house. We are like, okay, whatever. And so then when we got there, she was already moved in. And then we eventually found out that that same, uh, the person that lived in the guest house, she had access to the main house. Cause I think there was like a bag that was in front and we we're like, whose bag does this belong to? Like no one has entered the house. We were on vacation. We found out like she was able to go in and out whenever, um, which was extremely unsafe. And then two, I think, um, she was like an addict. I don't know. I just know that there, <laughs> there was a lot, there was a lot of people going in and out and back and forth from the, uh, that's not, oh yeah, that's not okay. It's, it's so unsafe. Like, I feel like, at 2 p.m. on a random afternoon, I'll see a man passing my window to go to the back. And it's like, where are you? Who are you? Who are you? And so, we, and so there would be a bunch of people just going back and forth. And I felt like that was so unsafe. Like, I hated it so much. And mm-hmm. even in the beginning, like, I would complain to my friends that were living in the house. I had one other friend that, that was the only person that would listen to me. I was concerned. No one else was concerned as much as I was. And it was pissing me off. <laughs> See, that's that LA shit. See, that's that LA shit. <laughs> that's yeah. what we're talking about. Like, this is not normal. This is not normal. And they would just laugh when I was like scared and like anxious, but like this is real. And so Yeah, it's very real. Yeah, and also, I mean, I'm not trying to judge a book by its cover, but they weren't looking like, you know, like normal, you know, respectful people. It was scaring me. Um, and I think there was this random night when somebody was trying to break in and I woke up. Or my friend woke me up and we called the police. They tried to arrest the guy and then let him go because the person in the guest house knew the guy. And when they entered the guest house, when they entered the guest house, they found cocaine. They found all types of drugs in no. there. No. Okay. That's kind of crazy. But LAPD, they don't, I'm sorry. They don't do really oh, so much. She really was trafficking. Yeah. The no, they no. so They went in there, saw hella drugs, said that they can't arrest. What was the reason? They can't arrest her I'm because- I think it's like it's only it'll only be a misdemeanor because I feel like they're not allowed to enter somebody's like home. Oh no, that's okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, without jurisdiction. Yeah. Yeah. They can. yeah, or something like that. So they let go of the guy, and um, the lady just continued doing her drugs. <laughs> they didn't take him. They no. didn't take the drugs. No. No, because that, that technically no, no, they can take the okay, drugs. No, they you're can't right. come they in. They can't though. take no, it. They're supposed to take the like, drugs. I feel like they're just like, but they just they can't don't make do a report. Anything, on it. bro. I got into two car accidents oh, while in LA, yeah. and the people did not do anything. I mean, I was hit twice. I was literally hit, huh? 
They, oh, I no, made them they didn't. Come. They I, don't. I, I screamed made, at them on yeah, the phone. Yeah, so what happened, the first accident that I was in, Chris wasn't living with me or anything. Like, we, we weren't even together. That was, like, my first year in L.A., and I, it was the same year, 2021. It was, like, August. And someone freaking hits me, and it's her fault. But because there was no cameras out there, no nothing, they were like, is anybody hurt? I was like, no, nobody's hurt. And she's like, well, is everyone conscious, and is everything good? She was like, yeah. She was like, well, yeah, just take each other's information and just, like, do that. And I was like, what? And then I was like, no, even for the smallest fender bender here in North Carolina, somebody cops, comes. The police, they come. The firefighters is there. The firefighters like, come. Literally, the firefighters, the ambulance, and the police. They all come. And they were like, no, like, we're, we, we can't, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, whatever. The girl ended up lying about everything, about the insurance, all this stuff, which sucks because, like, I didn't get compensation for my car, even though she was clearly in the back and clearly hit me. I even provided the insurance company proof of the skid marks, like, literally everything that I could. And they were like, no, like, we can't do anything. So, like, the best thing is to just drop it and just use the the deductible to get your car fixed so i was like okay then i was starting tsw which like was already awful as is in june of last year and we were already having a trash week to begin with because of all the stuff going on someone hits us oh no someone no someone hits a car and it sounded like a gunshot and i was gonna tell chris to drive we were at a red light and then i realized that it wasn't a gunshot a car had hit a car that just hit us so it was a three-person car accident yeah and we were in we were in what part of town was that that was like k-town so it's busy as fuck over there like no one is going to stop there is no police like that was not gonna happen and i was like chris i was like no one's going to come he's like no i'm gonna make them come i'm gonna make them come like blah 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 and and, and they and came, they came. No, no. because they was on the phone. They was trying to ask me the same question. They, they was the asking her. They were like, is anybody hurt? I was like, yes, You're like, yes, but hurt. someone needs to come. I was like, somebody's hurt. And then I was like, I need a fire. I said a fire truck. And I was like, please bring I was the like, ambulance. Chris, I, was I said, like, bring everything. And it did. And they were came in like five minutes. And they did. They, I was an angry black man on the phone that day. <laughs> yeah, they man, ended they up coming. Fast. I was like, angry. Yeah. I hung up on them. But what happened, which was even worse, was that they didn't, they didn't, they didn't do anything. They didn't the car, do anything. the car that yeah. ended up hitting the car, and then us, like the car, the dude that was behind us was really fucking cool. But he was, um, he was this dude that was just visiting, or he was, he had just moved there. He had a rental car, so that was a rental car behind us, and he, like, it just wasn't his. And so his insurance, he didn't even know if it covered it, blah blah blah. But the guy who hit us was in this huge truck, did not speak a lick of English. So, so since we were in a part of town where there was just people walking around. This guy saw and he was like, oh yeah, I can speak Spanish. And he started talking to the guy. This guy ended He's up literally, yeah. I'm pretty sure he just did not come back to he California. Was, yeah, he was undocumented. Because, nah, like, he was in California. He just didn't, bro, we didn't do anything. We didn't get California is not that. serious enough in that state for like- Because I'm like, I should just hit someone's yeah. car. I should just do it myself. Like, I mean, like genuinely. He went I'm back like, home that day. He went back home and nothing happened. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> but like- I have no idea, but we, I mean, we tried calling everything. Like, it was just bad. I mean, sorry, we just rented about how bad the LAPD is. We but, can keep going. But it's bad. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't feel like LA is real. Like, what's it the purpose? Doesn't. What's the purpose of the police if you're not going to say it all the time? Oh like, I feel like I live in Gotham City. Like, it's <laughs> like we go outside. We lived in Hollywood, right? We lived in the heart of Hollywood. I would we go were, out on we were our, near you. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I would go out on our balcony every night. Is I hear police sirens. It's five hell. And it's like, what? Doing. <laughs> five police doing? helicopters flying over me i'd be seeing army tanks driving because we lived right off the the highway so we'd be seeing army trucks pull, and i'm just like oh, we, we live in gotham city this like yeah. but, seen so many but then but then again everybody's so relaxed and act like they don't see so it it's relaxed straight, like no one i feel like no one cares about anything like at now that all. i think about it it was always like that yep. like so many crackheads running around saw, punching uh, each other nobody sees it we saw multiple nobody like it. uh it's like not what do you you don't call that a shootout what do you call that a stand-up a stand-up we saw stand-off. multiple standoffs yeah. like one right across on the, the street on the us. 101 and then when we were at lexi's, lexi's building house. we saw this guy who had a cane and there was like 12 cop cars like aiming their like oh it was ridiculous he just had a stick in his hand they were like man drop the stick and i have like, like 10 minute video on my phone it was so bad and i'm like no one can come to a to a like car accident but they can come to the man with the stick it was just ridiculous ever feel like you started to get used to everything like oh yeah 100%, it was weird 100%. yeah like, when i yeah. first got to la i used to be so shocked at how many homeless people were around i know and then yeah. i think there was a time my sisters came to visit and they were like oh my god so many homeless people and i i feel like i didn't even notice them anymore which is so sad 
But it's because you're just so used to seeing them all the time that you don't even see them anymore. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. just it's 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 so bad. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. This is gonna sound even worse, but I mean, I'm from New York originally, mm-hmm. so like I'm so used to homeless people already. So like going there then seeing all the homeless people they were kind of already invisible to me the crazy part i know that sounds crazy i know that sounds crazy but the crazy part to me really with la is just like you can't it's not safe at night no it's just like you can't like but i got comfortable eventually just like okay it's 2 a.m i'm walking around at night but like when i first got to la i was like (laughs) yo nah it's crazy out here like you got crackheads running down the we lived right next to Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, so Hollywood Boulevard the is app. ghetto at night. Bro. Yeah, the Citizen app like, was bing bonging. Yeah, all the time. I don't know why I had the Citizens app. I did. I don't, yeah. It's oh, just you didn't torture. Have the Citizens app, or you did? No, I did. I, I did, did, and but I it's deleted torture. it. I it's deleted like, it. Yeah. Like I, because I, when I, especially when I was living alone before Chris even moved in, whatever. Like when I was living alone, and I had the Citizen app, I genuinely had to delete it and just be like out of sight, out of mind, because I yeah. was not going to. 600 feet man on Literally. rooftop of gas station it dancing station. <laughs> it was always our gas station they were getting robbed a knife something was happening at the gas station right next to us this is bad <laughs> yeah you just get used to it and that's not yeah. normal yeah it's gotham yeah. city like i said we just get used to living in arkham like it's, yeah. it's crazy and no this it just reminded me of a time i called the police because i was home alone and I called the police because you know how I said there was people going back and forth. So one of the guys that would always be around, he started banging on my window. Well, I think I was like trying to that... trying to do something. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. And I started panicking. I'm like, oh my god, I am home alone right now. No one is home. Like, who am I about to call? I called the police and stuff, and they said, okay, they're coming. They're coming. Why did they take like an hour or two to come? I know that's awful. I actually could have been dead. And so I remember that video. Yes. When I find when they finally do come, the man has the audacity to say, Oh no, first they were like, Oh yeah, sorry, there was so much traffic. Excuse me. Okay, my life was at stake. Yeah, what? And then they said, I told them about how the man was knocking and stuff. And the male police officer was like, why don't you just open the, the window and talk to them and see what he wanted? Are you okay? Are you serious? He's a male. Don't listen to him. He's a man. It's, don't listen to it's him. The it's the LA. Okay. It's just the I'm LA. La- so confused. Like, why would I open the window to a man that's knocking on my window without permission? Who is this man? I've yeah. been so flabbergasted. You should have like, smacked them, bro. I'm glad you didn't because they would have took you to jail. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> No, okay. Oh, man. You know, on a note, on a more, on a more lighthearted note, yeah. um, I, I do want to talk about your gaming. So oh, yeah. I saw you posted last uh, Five Nights of Freddy's. It's been a while. When's that the next like gaming video too. coming out? Yeah, that, that, that's been a while. Um, I don't know. We'll see. You know, my consistency on YouTube has been really bad, um, but I'm trying to get back to it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be posting another Five Nights at Freddy's video, but I definitely want to get back into like horror and just doing videos like that because... Um, even though sometimes I hate playing it, I love watching it back. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's funny to edit like back. And like, do you still do all of your like your editing by yourself? Uh, no. So I okay. You have someone do it. Yeah, I finally have an editor. I still go in. I still go in and like do like the final edits and stuff. That's good. Okay, she's releasing control because I remember at the point when we were speaking, you still hadn't found someone to be yeah. able to do it. So like, how did you find or how did you you know give up the the you know the outsource and be able to yeah give up the control of that and how what was that process um so it started like really small so um my biggest thing is i just hated them seeing like the raw footage but then i eventually just yeah okay that's how i feel yeah (laughs) i'm gonna stop caring because at the end of the day like i'm stressing myself out more when i decide to edit the entire thing myself so what i first did was um i wanted my editor to just cut down the video like cut down like the gaps the extra stuff the if I repeat myself like cut it out and so he might take like a 40 minute video cut it down to 20 and then I'll start from there and then eventually I told him okay like go in and start doing like the edits that I be doing you know Mm -hmm. started doing that and like that's kind of how the process is or how the process was going and that's kind of where we're at now um but the ultimate goal is for him to just like do everything 100% that's good yeah for me to just watch it and post like with my blog I don't really edit them my mm-hmm. blog yeah i oh, know for sure but it's more so of like the you know the quick jump cut the ken burns all that stuff like for the main channel videos yeah yeah you kind of need you just yeah giving up control is so difficult i also have someone edit the podcast now and i was like oh my gosh when i do solo episodes like it's different when i'm talking with a guest because i'm like oh okay it's less like 
less awkward like if you have to cut out something or whatever like it's fine because like essentially you're talking to someone so it's whatever but solo episodes I was like no I'll edit it and I just had to give up control I was like you know what just do it just do it it's fine it should sound okay like whatever and and it did and I was like they're not gonna care like they know I have to repeat stuff they know I'm gonna mess up or stutter or whatever like it's gonna yeah it really is just like a self like a mind thing but but yeah I know I'm glad yeah yeah, and I always, like, think to myself, like, they've probably seen worse, like... Yeah, no, literally. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I think some people... I mean, I can only imagine all the other content, like... Uh- I mean, I'm thinking for like Team Ten or something like like. I was I'm, literally about to say Jake. Paul's I'm sure a there's a lot of like weird stuff, or like maybe yeah. David Dobrik's editor or something. Like I'm sure they have seen so many things backfire and just be like, okay, cut, delete. <laughs> like, I think he edits his videos. I don't think so. They're only four minutes, and I don't think he it wouldn't trust matter. somebody else to do that. I, well, no, you're right. They are only four They're minutes. Only four minutes. I think oh yeah, he I think he does himself. edit them himself. Yeah, exactly. he probably does do mm-hmm. that. And he doesn't post anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, he said that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. He's still relevant. I don't know. That's not a thing anymore. Jake Paul don't do YouTube. He doesn't? No, he's a boxer now. No, when they were. Oh, that was like in 2018. That was, like when, yeah, 17 when yeah. Logan Paul was popping too, when he, before the whole before the suicide scandal. forest thing happened. Christopher, we're going to have to cut so much <laughs> oh, of this out. Oh, can you not Josie. say that? <laughs> no, we're not going to put that in, Chris. <laughs> it's true. It's, I'm speaking facts. It's the truth. <laughs> okay, well. There we go. Um, future for your channel. Where do you see it going? Where do you see the brand yeah, so, of Fort um, Breezy going? Where my ultimate goal is to, I guess, kind of do a mixture of what my second channel is and add it to my main channel. I want to do more personal content. And obviously, I love doing the commentary videos, but I kind of want to just, like, exist and live my life and, like, let people watch it, you know? Um, and I feel like I've been very, very like nervous about doing that type of content because I don't know, I just always think about the views, which is not good, but I always think about like, damn, like, are people going to actually watch it? So that's why I post on my second channel. Cause it's like, if you really do want to watch it, like go to that channel and do that and do that. But, um, yeah, my ultimate goal is to start posting vlogs and just listing, you know, um, and also, you know, expands, maybe start a podcast. We'll see. Um, and then, um, March queen. Okay. And that's about it. No, that's so good. Yeah. No. Are you, uh, streaming at all right now? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I was for a little bit. It's just like, I don't know. Like I, I really love streaming when I actually do it, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's a lot. Like the people that do it, do it for hours and every single day. And I just don't have that. Yeah, yeah, and then it's like when you when you stop doing it, you lose hundreds of. It's, yeah, streaming is taxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As fun as it seems, yeah. The longer I go without streaming, the harder it is to get back into doing it. So, yeah, we'll see. Well, maybe you can try with like smaller, like casual vlog, like or casual streams instead of like these long, like you know, tri- putting so much pressure yeah. on yourself to do like what the gamer does, like the gamer streamers do. Yeah. Is it on Twitch or YouTube? uh i was streaming on twitch um i kind of like was streaming on both platforms a little bit but mostly twitch yeah because i see that a lot i see a lot of people that have like a big following on youtube they tend to go to twitch because it's like the streaming platform but like youtube is they're coming up in the streaming game especially if you already have like a following i it's like what's the point i get i know sometimes you want to like separate your the people who are watching the the content the gaming or whatever but it's just like you have some people some people are like posting gaming content well then we'll go on twitch and then stream mm-hmm. and then i'm like why do that you have a <laughs> you have an audience right there why go build another audience yeah you know? sometimes it feels more comfortable i think it's kind of like that thought of like being on instagram and being on tiktok like it's mm-hmm. just like too like you know on instagram it's like people are so scared to post like a feed post but like oh post whatever on tiktok i think that's kind of the feeling with twitch and youtube like because you have such a curated youtube already it's like ah do i just stream on here Eh." like it just feels like go to twitch you know i feel like that's why like it's just like the feeling of the platformer you know but um yeah i i remember us talking about like you wanting to combine your lifestyle or like your lifestyle into like the content that you're you're posting now and yeah i feel like you could make that seamless transition but it's just hard to think of like the ideas of like building that bridge because like you already do like it's this or that like when it comes to lifestyle or like the commentary stuff so like twisting it that would be interesting do you watch madison brown do you know who that is her yeah she's like a commentary yeah no she's cool she she's like up and coming still but like she had like she popped off with a lot of videos like she i think she she just does more like uh she does more commentary too but it's like for 
like stuff in the industry like i remember she did the video on like billy eilish or something and it was like or or like 17 year old like you're sexualizing 17 year old something like that or like whatever but like i think she just has really i think she's able to kind of like blend the two worlds really well because she like incorporates the stuff that she talks about with like her life or like her thoughts and stuff and i feel like yeah i feel like I don't know. Do you feel like you feel like you're two different characters, like on your lifestyle channel and on your commentary channel, or you feel like you're the same person? I don't. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same person. Like, obviously, a little bit more energetic in my YouTube videos. Yeah, but like, I don't know, because when I watch my vlogs on my second channel, it's like I don't really feel like I'm that different from my main. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say you. You're. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like it would be kind of not easy, but like easier to integrate your stuff because you're not like trying to change into a whole different person. I'm sure people love you already just for who you are instead of like the commentary videos. Like people know you for you. So that should be a fun transition. I'm excited to see some lifestyle stuff come to the main. Like, yes, it'll happen. I think I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just too in my head about a lot of things, and so. Yeah, I feel like that's even what prevents me from posting as consistently as I want to because I feel like I always just have so many ideas. I'm always thinking about videos I want to film and then I just like don't do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. People gonna want to watch it. Of course know. we will. Of course we will. And honestly, again, like I feel like you've managed to build like maybe you did build your platform from those videos that popped off, but like people stayed for a reason. Like if they didn't like the person who was like, you know, giving the commentary i'm sure they would just pop onto someone else's commentary channel so you've got it girl we're rooting for you we're mm. so excited any other questions you have uh yeah topic change uh mm -hmm. what's what's your music taste what what are you listening to right now if you had to play a song right now what would it be this is pressure i hate when people ask me this question actually because just like right now like if you woke up like first thing in the morning you about to hop in the shower like what would what song would you play I'm about to get the day started. For some reason, I've been playing Doing It Wrong by Drake a lot recently. For some reason, I don't know why. Yes. What song is that? Is that the new one? No. No, that's, that's not the new song. Rescue, the new one. Take it. No. Oh, I okay. I was I like, I was like, that's not his new song. You said Doing It. I have that in here. I feel like I've just been adding a bunch of different stuff. Like I even have Into Orbit by Alex Isley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. She listens to a bit of have Afrobeats in here. I listen to everything. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Love that. Love that. And I think we had, we were talking before the podcast. We wanted to ask, what was your, if you have one, obviously without saying people's names and things, but what is your worst influencer or fan encounter ever? And what was it? That could be two questions. I mean, two answers. Possibly. Yeah. But we'll give her whatever mm. she wants to answer. And it was this one influencer. Oh, I don't want to bring it up because he apologized. <laughs> um, but basically, just like. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, they will listen. Like, when he first met me, like, he completely ignored my entire existence, like, did not pay attention to me at all. Um, just because I think at the time he had, like, a really, really huge following. I think he still does, but, like, he's not as, like, relevant anymore. But, um, yeah, at the time, at the time, he was just, like, ignoring me completely, like, did not see me being, basically, um, just because I didn't have, like, a huge following on TikTok, but it's like, I'm not a TikToker, so, yeah. That's crazy. But that's everyone in LA. Oh my gosh. Like that's a lot of people in LA. And I just don't surround myself around those kinds of people because it's just like, bro. It, I mean, like you even mentioned it in your recent video. You're like, bro, if people just kind of see you and like the first thing they want to do is just look away and see who's the next person to talk to you. It's like, I don't want to be in that conversation. And like, I feel like that that's how my whole first year of LA was. I feel like until I really was like, Jada, if you're going to be pessimistic about people in LA, you're going to find those kinds of people. So if you change your mindset about it, you're going to find different people. And lo and behold, like after I changed that mindset, like, you know, five months, it took, it took some time, but all my friends and my people started coming around and I was like, okay, this is where this feels right. And then LA started to feel more like home, but up no, until that's then how it, it was for me, like the first six months, um, because obviously it's my first time really just staying out there and I was going to influencer events and stuff. And I absolutely hated it. I was like, why do I hate it every time I go out? And then um, I think when I actually moved into my own apartment and stuff, I started to actually surround myself with people I like and people that just aren't weird, you know? And I definitely did enjoy LA a lot more. Mm hmm That's good. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Any other? Yes, the weirdest fan encounter now. <laughs> I think I 
talked about it in a video. I feel like I be talking about everything in my video. Yeah. I talked about it in a video. And basically, I was at lunch with my friend, and there was a fan that was watching me from another table and was just staring me down. I was like, what is going on? Like, at least say hi or something. And then I think eventually, what happened? I know she took, we eventually took photos. Yes, first she was like, I think she was, crap, I feel like the story is just like not as clear, but I remember she definitely was like, oh, are you a YouTuber? And then she literally showed my channel. Is this you? Is this you? Yeah, like, to you. Yeah, it is. And then she, we took a photo and stuff. But then even after the photo, like she was still staring me down and like taking videos of me while I'm trying to eat. And that's when I was like, yeah, I gotta go. This is weird. Imagine your idol sitting in front of you just eating food. But, nah, because the world that the world that we live in today, the, parasocial the social media yeah. star, you want to be closer with them than you want to be with not, them. Not the you want to be, you feel. You feel you close. Feel. They think they it's are. a parasocial relationship. Yeah. yeah, like you're kind of used to just like the version of that. So like, I feel like some people honestly they don't know how to react in like person. So like that awkward like in like interaction. Because I know I think I heard Kelly Stamps one time talk about like an influencer encounter that she had where they were literally, yeah, kind of doing the same thing. And it was just like, they did not know how to approach or, or they were, they felt so close to her. They started like, like touching her and like being like so close to her, like on the first meeting. And she was just like, I felt so uncomfortable. Like she was just talking about her experience. And I was like, yeah, cause people feel close to you. And being a black influencer too, I feel like when you have someone that like looks like you, that you're like, oh my God, like, blah, blah, like you just feel like they're your best friend that's in your pocket. So like, they don't really know how to react and it's like kind of not their fault, but also like you got to learn that these people are like people, which is like weird, but yeah. It's new. It's new for society. It it's is. new for the influencers, you know? So yeah, because it's not like a celebrity. You're not like an actor. Like Zendaya, yeah. like no one knows shit about her. Like you really can't, like you think you do, but like, I mean, she has her privacy. Like supposedly my sister just learned that she's living with Tom Holland in London in like a mansion like i didn't even know that and like yeah yeah like she does not live here anymore she lives with him which but is like, crazy that's why that's why Privacy. we look at that's why we look at it today and it's like the influencers of nowadays are kind of more are, famous than are. those people because yeah. we're closer to people like you we're closer mm-hmm. to our influencers yeah. you know what i mean because we know their personal detail we know we're not where you lay your head at night but we know your mother we know your father yeah. we know we know your sisters you know what i'm saying like we know everything we know <laughs> No, no, that's what I, I was just about to ask you that. That's I was crazy. like, okay, because like crazy fan encounters, right? So just if somebody comes up to you, just like, so how's your mom doing? Drops the name. Just like, because there's, <laughs> there's, there's like at least a thousand minimum, a thousand people out there, right? That a thousand people that know everything about that's you. Everything. So they come up to you and they just start chatting it up like they're, they're your long best friend. Did you watch um Swarm? <laughs> Or oh you, my gosh! Or you, no, but Swarm season. because it's like yeah. so. Swarm is on Amazon Prime. It's uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. It's like it's like just thinking that like you just know the person so well, and like you know, it's just weird. Like yeah. I mean, we we just kind of grow up in that age where you think that you're so close with these people. Like they eat, breathe, sleep, all the details. Like know everything, and it's just kind of kind of. When crazy. I vlog, like, yeah. I'm just vlogging like my weekends and stuff, and like, I'm with my family and stuff. But they're not making content. Like they're not content creators at all. And now I'm thinking, like, dang, like, I feel like I'm putting them. I mean, they be wanting to be in the camera though. But I feel like I'm putting them into something that, like, I feel like they're not expecting. Because when you really think about it, like, like you said, influencers, I feel like are becoming like the new celebrities. But we don't have the protections that celebrities have. Like, walking around with a security guard, and you know, you're not doing any of that. And even like when I am vlogging, I get so nervous. Like when I'm vlogging um, in my uh, apartment, you might see like maybe a, a tower. Yeah, like I remember one time I posted on my story and someone mentioned an apartment. They just said, oh, is that yada, yada, yada. It wasn't the apartment, but it's like, that's in the area. And it's like, how do you even, it's just scary to think about. People can find it so yeah. fast. It's like it's to the point where I feel like you can't even show the floor plan of your building. Oh, it's now. worse on TikTok. Like, and Chris isn't on TikTok. He's not a TikTok person. But literally, there is this like there was this thing that just went quote unquote viral over the weekend of these like mean girls like making fun of this girl who was taking pictures oh, at like I've a baseball game. But it was on TikTok first. it was on that was on Twitter a week ago. It's funny that you're just bringing it up. No, I said it was a week ago. It was a week ago. It was it was on TikTok exactly. I'm out of it. No, it was on Twitter anyway. No. 
it was definitely on TikTok first because it was the, this influencer who was on TikTok who was talking about her experience, whatever. Oh, but right. they like okay. found the Mean Girls is like accounts they found their uh, a, rel- a related business or something I'm here for it. and it has like no chris chris no nah the things that they were doing is <laughs> no, disrespectful in public so we're gonna bring it now nah, i was with chris it. but but to it. play devil's advocate yes 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 but like no i completely understand because like you should be called out for that behavior it's yeah. awful but you understand that like we live in an age where the internet is fucking ruthless. Like you will lose everything. And it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's worth that. Like it really isn't because like as the influencer who posted that, I think she knew, I mean, obviously, you know, that something like that is going to go viral. It's contradictory. Like people want something to fight about, to stir something up about, but even, I mean, let's not even bring up that situation. Let's bring up the whole Hailey Bieber, Selena Gomez shit that was going on. Like, that was nasty. That went on for so, so long. I don't it was know like, about that. It was like a month long. It, it, was, it was even longer than that. It, wasn't, it was just so long for no reason. Like, I mean, I, yes, there's so many similarities in Hailey Bieber, blah, 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 and the Selena. There were so many similarities, but y'all tore up that girl's life, bro. Like, I don't even... I you can't even be on the internet like there's just no way you walk out in public and feel like safe or whatever for the smallest things it's not even like she did anything crazy it was just you know whatever and i think that these days we have to be so careful with like what we post on the internet even when it comes to like quote-unquote serving people justice because it just you put people in a position where they don't have a choice to defend themselves like they don't have they don't have the opportunity to do that because you've already blasted them in a way that was going to give them that kind of heat no matter what anyway. I just feel like imagine if you did something and it was recorded and now your entire like job, everything is like exposed to the internet. Like, that is so scary. And maybe you weren't in your best, you weren't in your best mind. Like, I'm gonna you, be honest, you you're hurt, it. you're insecure. <laughs> yo, and I'm saying that, yo, I'm saying, no, some people have bad days, bro. They were bad. That's what I'm saying. I agree with y'all, but yo, these people were being straight up no, but dickheads. Baby, no, bro. but no, but you, I know, I know, <laughs> like, but you've got to understand. Were, bro, that girl was just taking pictures and they would, do you think you're cute because you over here making fun of her? Come on, though. No, it was bad. It and was it, very weird. And like, like, we're in 2023, exactly, like, we're bro. taking photos all the time. That was just weird. I, I didn't like that. But, but <laughs> like, I think they like, so all the people that like went, you know, to go bully them or whatever on the internet, like you just, you got to think about that position of all these people who are flocking to just whatever is right. Like, it's just so like cult mentality to oh, just go yeah. in and, and they that's like trash someone's the business. Though. They gave like one star review. They it had like 1,500, like one star reviews. That's ruined someone. In- because some people feel like they owe someone so much loyalty that they're going to go to another person and send them so much hate or like dox them and stuff. And it's just it's weird. It's weird. It's not yeah, worth no, it. I mean, unless you're a serial killer or doing like crazy shit. Like, I mean, there, there are, but that's the thing. There are worse things to be getting mad about on the internet and yeah. we're using it to do this. That is why I can't fathom. Like all these people who, 1,500 people who go, go to one star, Yelp, whatever. Why aren't you calling your senators to like change something? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's where the problem is, is because we're being so distracted by the tiny shit that doesn't really matter. And like, honestly, these girls are probably hurt. Like, like the two girls that were making fun, like people only hurt people when you're hurt. So like, I'm understanding that these people are coming from a very insecure place and i mean hopefully this doesn't happen but what if they take you know like what if something really bad happens that is just not it's true it's not worth it there's a lot of things you know what it's not worth it your actions have consequences yes chris so now (laughs) are you agreeing no i'm not agreeing with what you're saying i'm sticking to my point i agree i think what happened to them is warranted because Mm. look you shouldn't have done it bro like i'm a firm believer and you get one chance there's no second chances (laughs) no i'm serious bro because i feel like you shouldn't have messed up in the first place that's i believe look you see all these you see these people these athletes losing their scholarships because they said the n-word you see i'm like you see, like you I see mean, these I, white girls or this because they, they did can, something bad but in they school. Can do that in you the get privacy one chance, of like, bro. They can do that in the privacy of their college or something like that, you know. But when you're being blasted to the world, like TikTok moves at a different pace, bro. Twitter I know, too. Social Twitter media, too. I get it. Yeah, it's crazy. It is like, crazy. And like it honestly, is. it will be forgotten about in a month. It will. It it's definitely will. On Twitter, somebody else is getting exposed. Which <laughs> like, honestly, that's that's what kind of happens. Yeah. But like, yeah, like no one's gonna know. But like, it's all like news articles are written about you, like this, that, and the other. Like it's just it just moves so fast. There's so much coming at you, and I'm like, if that's what you're choosing to consume and like rally over that's a whole different kind of problem like why are we consuming our times with that yeah, yeah and also think about like five years from now they've probably moved on from that they're probably more secure women and they would never do that and they can't even get a job. yeah but they can't but but they can't get a job like but in five years like she 
in years. Like if if like you know they look up their names and then it's like oh they were they they were those two girls you know like that's not worth it. You was you you deserve redemption over time. Yeah, <laughs> no, true. you you deserve redemption over time, but you need to earn that redemption. Just for like those, the, you sure. know what, a great slide topic. Just like those n-word apology videos. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, uh, those yeah. people needed to earn. Their and redemption. but guess what? A lot of them earned their redemption through their cult following that they already had, and there was no consequences ever. You know what? Some of the videos I watched you react to was straight hilarious. It was it was <laughs> like the worst lighting, the worst, and they were just like they were in the dark. Like, I'm sorry. I think I have for to saying say this. that. <laughs> yeah. And it's the person with like a two million followers. That's why like, she rated them. She had to. She had yeah. to serve justice to to what needed to be. I think the craziest thing is actually seeing those people in real life, though. Because when I went to LA, I saw the people I. Did they say anything to you? That's oh, wow. kind of interesting. I never mm-hmm. asked about that. Yes, yes. They, I'm not gonna say the name, but they brought it up and they honestly laughed about it. Like they said, the video okay. was really funny and stuff, and like. Yeah. Oh, they never impressing you. Never impressing you. What? You you the one that said it. I was about to say. Not even that. They got like free press from it, so like they probably are happy. Like if they didn't learn anything, they probably were happy with the fact that that video. All publicity is good. It's good publicity. But except for something like the the mean girl situation, like I feel like that's not good. I'm not gonna lie. If they was really like that, they can spend that. Oh, they could have totally done that. Like a bad. Spend it and become a bad baby. Like if they was really like that, you could spend it and become famous. Let's be real. The age that we live in today, the trolls will be on your side. But Let's that's be- and that's crazy. It's like these people yeah. exist who are you just, just got to like- be funny, bro. That's it. Just be funny. If you're funny, everybody will rock with you. That's very true. Just be funny. That's very true. It don't matter how mean you are. Yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> like, who should have gotten quote unquote exactly. canceled so long ago, and just, just because they're smile funny, it off. Yeah. I'm a good guy. We live in this very <laughs> yeah. interesting world mm-hmm. right now. This is, I'm glad we got to talk about all this though. Cause I feel like I don't talk much about like commentary, but this seems fitting cause you're a commentary. So we need to hear all of your opinions on what's going on in the world. Is there anything else that's going on right now that I feel, I just don't know. I'm not, is there anything that big that just I'm happened? Real. I only know about the Basketball. NBA playoffs. I, I was about that. to say, that's oh the only gosh. thing that's happening that, right and now. And we're not, we're, yeah, no, we basically covered it. So that was about it i was like chris is not no i sent you that video of that girl who was um reacting to or she was like trying to explain the nba playoff drama to all of us girlies like in a way on tiktok and i was just like hey what's going on i mean it's not yeah, really crazy but it's like crazy sentence. i'm not gonna lie in like in a, a paragraph sentence, in a paragraph people fighting no nobody's fighting that never really happens okay, yeah, um, give us the male perspective that we joined you on this podcast the bucks <laughs> which is they're the best team in the east right just lost to one of the worst teams in the east oh, the yikes. heat in a 4-1 bout now the Warriors are coming back. They're three two last night from the Kings. I sound like a sports channel. Wow, you're coming. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, well, I mean, there's nothing else really crazy going on. The like the Lakers drama. are. They moved on to. This is regular basketball. Yeah, drama. there's nothing crazy. Say. Like nobody's yeah. really fighting. There's no real beef. Like yeah. there's nothing actually happening. I don't even watch basketball, but I'm shocked about the Bucks. Isn't that what Giannis? Giannis, yeah, yeah, he was out. You know what? The only game they won in the series was the game Giannis wasn't playing. Wow. wow. And they lost every other game that he was playing. That's so, kind of crazy. Yeah, and that's the biggest upset in, I think, about, like, four years. Wow. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Just a bad year. That's it. No, they had a great year. That's the thing. They were they were number one throughout yeah. the whole year, and now they come to the playoffs, and they got yeah. they got 4-1. It's kind of crazy. That's to the heat bad. at that, we got old Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is a geriatric old Damn. man dropping 50 points on y'all. Come on, Giannis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. LeBron. It's the truth. Exactly yeah, tell us how you feel. It's the truth, yeah. Giannis. You, you're washed. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. LeBron. LeBron. Oh, um, LeBron is good. He has a team around him now, so now he doesn't actually have to score 40 points per game. So, like me personally, I'm kind of mad because I want to watch him score 40 points per game. But you know, he's still dropping 20. AD is dropping 20. Anthony Davis, his teammate, um, Austin Reeves, the white boy, you said mm-hmm, on his team. Yeah, he's doing really well. Um, <laughs> the white boy. He's the one white boy on the Lakers. Yeah. He's doing really good. He, he is like all of their brothers. He's dropping <laughs> like, like 20 yeah, points per them. game. You know, the Lakers are looking good. They're tall and they have a lot of good defense. They just kind of suck at shooting. That's all. But when, once playoff Bron come on, he turns on that that demon mode. He's, we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. Okay. But, Thanks, commentator. Mm, you just gave us a... <laughs> every week. Every week. <laughs> every week on the podcast, an update on the playoffs, mm-hmm. please. That's not turning into a new series. Around, around June the finals will happen yeah so oh, this okay. is only this is round one right now only i think two teams moved on to round two the rest of them are still playing mm. yeah may mm. is like world, world, world. Yeah. lots of stuff going on mm. yeah okay 
Amazing. Any so Lakers? Oh, she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easy. I'm out LA. Of here. That's where LA, we end baby. the podcast. <laughs> the Lakers. Who do you want to win? Not LeBron. Ugh, I want you? Curry to win again. I want Curry to again? win another ring. Bro, yeah. that was. But I already said it. The Suns is winning. Really? I said it on the podcast. Interesting. You heard it. That would be folks. interesting if you get the that. The Suns is winning. Okay. That's right. All right. I want the Warriors to win though. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There yeah. you go. That was that was really good. Yeah. Cool. Any last questions for Miss Coopney? Uh, to close oh oh i have a question it's the last it's what i close every podcast with what is your top, top adulting, adulting tip? tip top adulting tip she's like oh we put it on the spot again it can be literally anything it can be so simple or as complex as you want it to be or philosophical whatever uh something i do is i try and do like my cleaning for my apartment on like thursdays or fridays so it's clean for the weekend instead of doing it on saturday that's kind of smart so that yeah because i mean you're trying to have fun and do all the things on the weekends like the last thing you want to do is like clean so yeah thursday sounds good yeah Mm. are you a morning or night person morning Mm. have you always been like that or did you transform into that as an adult yeah i've always been like that okay nice that's usually how it is though same yeah Yeah. i'm a morning person jada's uh i'm a hybrid (laughs) yeah she can kind of she'll get up if she has to but she's not a morning person you're not getting up at 7 a.m not Not for fun yeah but if i have things to do and i pack my schedule like it will be which i like i like Mm -hmm. that but it's only if my schedule's packed if it's not i don't want to wake up yeah i like waking up that early because you have so much of the day you know but then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You have so much of the day. Girl, I want to nap. I woke up early. Like, I, I'm ready for a 1 p.m. nap, and I don't like, like, I don't want to, I don't want Oh, no. I love seeing the sun and, you know, just enjoying everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially the summer times. If you wake up at 7 a.m. and the sun is going down at 8 p.m., you have a 12 hours of sunlight. That's, that's a lot too of time. Much. <laughs> that's great. That's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no. You know? That is not my That's so much time. You have time to take a nap. I never understood people that like staying up at night. Like, I mean, I can do it. I I don't like to do it. I can do both. It's not my my cup of tea, but it just happens. It ends up happening. Like, and then I'm like, that's the problem. It just ends up happening. I never plan on it. I never plan on it, but I end up being up to like 5 a.m. And I'm like, whoa, I'm watching a documentary on how space monkeys got to China. Like yeah. on YouTube, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the most randomest thing. Yeah. Okay, last question. Last question, because this is a really big Twitter debate: morning showers or night showers? Bro, crap! It's hard because like mm. both of them make sense to me. Do they do both make sense? At the end of the day, you're taking. A I think shower, it depends right? on when you work out and do all of your outgoing. Yeah, because I'm like I said, like I don't know. I just feel like. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm more of like a morning shower after the gym. Type of you person. seem like the type. If you're a morning person, I would assume that you shower I in, the like showering in the morning. That makes too, sense. But she likes showering at night. I like showering at night, yeah. and I think it's because I was gonna say like I do like night showers though because I don't know. I just feel so good in bed and like I like the vibe. But that's only if I like stayed up. I cleaned. I did like a lot of stuff, and I want to like finish off with a shower. I'm for the vibe mm. every day. Like it's got to be a night shower every day. Mm, but like I, like I took a morning shower today. No, clean, I took a morning shower today. You know? Yeah. I like to leave. I don't the house know, but like in the morning, it's just like I don't know. I just want to start fresh, my day with a exactly. shower. I, like, it's nothing like leaving the house and everything is just fresh. Here's the thing. Like, here's my thing. I only shower in the morning if I know I'm going to stay at home all day. I shower at night if I know that I go outside during the day and I got to come home and take a shower before bed because I'm not going to sleep with the outside on me. And so like I'm that's just kind of how I am. I, like, cause, but like, say you have an event at night, right? You shower at night because you want to be fresh and whatever to go out for the night event. And then you come home and you don't really have to shower. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But like for the day, like if I shower in the morning, it's probably because I'm staying home all day. Cause otherwise if I go out and like sweat and do all the, the I'm going to want to shower twice. And then that's why people shower twice a day. That's what everybody was arguing. Yeah. They were like, you're going to go out into the day and then you're going to come home and not shower. Like you've been so dirty and sweating. But I was like, think about it you like this. Two Yo, quick you can also do that. Mm-hmm. But think about it like this at night. You're also sweating in your sleep. Also, 1, you have a whole bunch of dust mites, spiders, and everything crawling. Not on in your my bed. Yes, it is. So, yo, you have mad things crawling in and out of your mouth. We're shaking our. You got, you got no, stuff crawling out of your ears. Those are microscopic You still bugs. need to be clean. You sweat in your sleep too. You Christopher- sweat in your sleep. Everybody does. 
I know, like, but it's a different kind of sweat because it's like in your own controlled environment, not the sweat induced by the outside it, and having bugs and dirt make, and all this stuff. It doesn't make sense to me that people rather be clean in bed rather yeah. than being clean than going out into the world. Like, because people be stinking in public but want to be clean in bed. That don't make sense to me. I mean, you don't have to stink in public. You can but just be a do. smelling good person every day. <laughs> they do stink in public. This is how we close the podcast? That makes sense. Yeah. Sure. It's already been un- unconventional this entire episode. But, oh my gosh, we enjoyed having you so much. This was such a fun conversation to start off with, with the conjoined duo of us. Thank you so much for coming on. Please shout out your your channel, your IG, whatever you want to shout out, and we'll link it down below. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you could follow me on Instagram, Court Reezy, YouTube, Court Reezy. Um, if you want to see my vlogs and stuff, Court Reezy 2.0. And for other social medias, like my TikTok is Court Reezy Zero. Nice. All righty. Yay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And Chris and I will chat with you in the next one. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>